The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. Let's go, baby! Are you ready for a break? Uh, yes. Are you ready for a break? Absolutely. Ready for a break? Yeah, and um, so much for that. It's time for The Break on DallasCowboys.com. We were on the break! With Nick Eatman, David Hellman, Ambar Garcia, and Derek Eagleton. Hello, guys. Today is December 7, 2017. We have a white Brian, I mean, a white Derek. (laughs) Whoa, Whoa, what's going on here? Yeah. We're going to improvise in here, but we have Brian Broaddus in studio today. Appreciate you guys. Nick, Dave, how are you guys doing? Great. Awesome, Amber. You know, I was going to say, you know, you, because I think you're on loan here from Taylor. Taylor was like, "Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll let you have him here from Talking Cowboys." I was gonna say, "Well, you were with us first, but that's not true. You were actually with Talking First. I was with Talking First, so I've kind of bounced sides. around. I've been kind of bouncing. You sure nice shuffle to, a lot. Yeah, hanging with hanging with the boys. You I, I do. I, I hang with there. the boys on Fridays too. <laughs> Is that absolutely right? And that uh, draft show, which by the way, I. Feel like you're already getting a head start. There we go, Kent oh Garrison, boy. executive producer, right there, going at it. He's already yeah. watched like eight guys. I've got, yeah, I was going to watch Ohio State. Uh, had a kid named Hubbard that I was going to watch this morning. So, but I'm happy to be here doing radio with. Man, you. just go to the uh, Cotton Bowl and you get to watch about twelve guys. Probably, you know what? Right? That's that's cool. That is cool that they actually got a game, USC and Ohio State playing. And yeah, I'm going to try and somehow finagle a field pass and kind of get an up close look at nice. these guys if I can. Awesome. Well, today we're going to get to talk about the Giants defense. Sorry, Brian, but this is now Dave's segment. Dave's job here. <laughs> okay. He's going to be doing I mean, the scouting report. You can do it if you want to. No, go for it, man. Okay. I enjoy your scouting reports. Thank you. Tell us about this defense. Oh, we're going. Oh, out. we're yeah, just going. No injuries or anything? I can't even. You know what? Though? Oh, yeah. Derek does touch on yeah, the injuries. Maybe we right? should because that was an all star cast of it, players on the Cowboys injury report. Yeah. So, are you guys concerned about the offensive line? Yeah. I mean, I, I, the fact that you got two tackles with back injuries, I mean, I think they'll both play, but we've seen before like some weeks are worse than others. You know, some weeks, I guess Tyron really has never missed because of a back, right? Uh, last year. Yeah. Oh, and I mean, at the end when well, the, 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 what was what was his situation in last year when it was his back and it was his back Chicago and Chicago San Francisco, San Francisco. Francisco. Yeah. yeah right so okay. yeah so yeah so, I mean I guess some weeks I think it's not the most exciting thing to see both your tackles out and you know Bell and Green as the starters but I it's Wednesday let's see if it's Do you Thursday guys have a feeling that at least Lyle Collins will be a go for this weekend. I think they'll play. I think he'll play. Yeah, I do too. I think last week, and boy, it's amazing that he did what he did because you wouldn't feel like that practicing not at all, any taking any snaps really the whole week and then go out there and, and hold uh, the Redskins. We talked about Smith and Kerrigan and what they potentially could do to you. And to go out there with no no work during the week and have the game he did, uh, I think uh, says that at least it has to give him the confidence that this week if they go with the same plan – that, uh, that they could pull this thing off. Again, two quality defenders like Dave's going to talk about today for the Giants. And yesterday we talked about Orlando Kendrick most likely being out for yeah, sure this yeah. weekend. We talked about Sean Lee coming back to, into practice. What about David Irvin? Yeah, how about that? I asked about that one this morning. And from the answer I got, he's still in the uh, protocol. So we'll see what happens. I'm sure Garrett will give us an answer uh, today. But uh, I was told still in protocol. 
So it, it's, I've kind of learned that if they don't practice after being put in the protocol, that they tend to be out. So, but keep an eye on this one. Just keep an eye now, on this. This, is, this would be longer than a seven days yeah. from the injury. Because yeah, I remember when he, when he went down, last, and he, he still played some in the game. Yeah. But he made the tip pass. Yeah. It was intercepted. Yeah. And so, yeah, that you're kind of wondering. But he also had a sack there late in the game. Right. Did he? Yeah. Well, no, he had, he had the time where he, the, the one sack he had was when he ran, almost ran over Cousins. Oh, that's cousin, right. Cousin yeah. in the he next week. Hit the bejesus out yeah. of him. Yeah. Knocked, right. him into, knocked him into Demarcus Lawrence. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, yeah, that, that's going to be interesting to see what happens with him. Well, I mean, typically with concussions, you kind of have an idea by Tuesday or Wednesday. Well, the way they've done things in the past. Like Zach Martin, for instance. I mean, he was he was back at Sat it. out Wednesday, practiced Thursday. So, that's so if it turns watch, into yeah. a didn't practice Wednesday, doesn't practice Thursday, that never really bodes well because I want him to practice and then see it. They would still have a Friday practice to kind of get ready for that. Well, what would they do there without without him? I mean, they got some backup guys now, right? I well, mean, he really, he plays the three technique there. So you would probably see Lewis Neal get, say, get some get some. Lewis Neal was your number one three technique in practice, I believe. Yeah. So him and Richard Ash when they don't use uh, when they don't use. You know, we've seen we've seen some problems with Collins now too with his foot. Yep, he on, doesn't practice. He's so on here. yeah, you have two starters at the ends, Let and me, then you have two oh, backups your, at your tackles. And your quarterback's on here, but do you? Uh, <laughs> right, we're back. gonna talk about that. Yeah. Even though there's not much to really nah. talk about it, everything seems fine. Do you roll? Do you roll with Lewis Neal in that situation, or do you try to like move Tyrone Crawford inside? Like, hey, I think they got a really good thing going with Crawford playing that right defensive end. Yeah, I think you're probably right. And you know, it, with the Giants' offensive line, it might not be one of those things where you have to be. Lewis Neal might not be a bad situation for True. what's going on inside with John Jerry and those guys. True. With the uh, with the Giants, who's our new guy, Ross? Wait, um, Ross is Ross will be a defensive. Yeah, he would be a defensive tackle. Oh, well. Daniel Ross. He's Daniel a one. He's yeah. a one, right? He's more of a one. Ash him. Yeah. Collins. Yeah. I think yeah. against so, this line, you probably just roll with what you have. You don't but have he would be active, don't you think? Oh, absolutely. Ross yeah. happen. Yeah. 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 So I mean, just in conclusion, real quick, and look at it's still early. Let me ask you this real quick. See. Did you want to talk about the quarterback? Did you feel like it was the quarterback? No, no, no. I, I was just going to mention it real quick in case people were won- wondering. Yeah, you know? I think you bring up a good point, though, because yesterday you guys saw him practice with a wrap on his hand initially, right? Mm-hmm. And then I was talking to some folks. I said, well, how did that all work out? And he, so he, he went with the wrap early, and then as he got the day wore on, I was told that he took it off. So he's obviously feeling pretty good about his situation you know, if he's like, okay, I'm going to start with the thing on and see how I can throw the ball. And if he's if he wasn't very good with it, well, maybe he said, you know what, I no, and I'm just going to take this thing off and go. I just think. I think he's okay. I think he's I think he's okay, too. But between that and the – we talked about this yesterday. Between that and the conditions in MetLife Stadium in December, I wonder. Well, that's why you're practicing outside today, too. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. I just – I wonder how yeah. effective the passing about that. Be. Yeah, he's taking him outside. It's the first time since we've been at the Star that he's taken him out outside to practice on That's a Thursday. That's so funny you said it's that because I was I was walking up the steps. I was like, man, this would be ideal to practice in, but Garrett won't do it because he'll want to get a better. Well, the only reason fish. I said it is because the advantage point we have, I saw the water buckets all around the yeah, field. Yeah, no, they're set thinking, up for they're practice. Set up, they're set up for practice. So I texted somebody and said, going outside today? And they go, yep. That's so. 
Nice. Kudos, kudos to them because, like, the, yeah, the Garrett thing to do would be like, well, this is what we do on Thursdays. We, you know, we're we're going to be ourselves here. We're not going to worry about that. We want to have a clean practice, whatever. What? But I think you should get out there if you got. I mean, if you know you got to go play in 38 degree weather, well, you have that right here. So oh, and the wind blowing a little bit too. We were yeah. looking at the ribbons all going crazy and everything like that. So yeah, good. Get the wind. Get the feel. The <laughs> chill in the air. Oh, we really don't look out the window very often at all. I just did it because I was walking. When you walk into our office, as you well know, you go, you look right at the field. So then I said, oh, water buckets. Practice outside. Here we go. Gotcha. As I was walking in today, I was just cussing the whole time in my wow. head. I'm like, well, the wind, it's like a knife yeah. going through your skin. But sure. it'll be a good little practice. So it's still early. We still need to figure out what happens today Talking at practice Cowboys, and huh? tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> what? Nothing. We were just. Yeah. I was just talking, talking the Always. the weather. Can I? Can I? Oh yeah, can yeah. I bring up something that you brought up in our Periscope yesterday. What about who was going to start it at corner? Who you felt like? Because no Skandrick. I, yeah. I don't think you're going to have Skandrick. We really didn't no. talk about him very much. Well, we did oh. talk about it yesterday. Yes, oh, but yes, I'm sorry. Feeling, oh. Yeah, Jordan yeah. Lewis to go. Okay. In. Yeah. So it's Jordan. You guys came to the agreement, Jordan Lewis. On the outside, yeah. I think because she on a Periscope, I asked her the same question, and I think she's absolutely right. I think it's Jordan Lewis. Is who you're going to get out there. So good. I'm glad you guys covered that. How about that? I and I, I mean, we did. We covered that yesterday a little bit. But so if everything goes the way you want it to, for the time being, you got your two highly touted rookies. Well, oh, good point. That's that's a really Xavier. good point because Xavier Woods is probably going to play. Xavier Woods is going to play the slot for you there. Get ready. How Ster- about that? Sterling Shepard is their is their primary slot player for them at the Reds at me, the Giants. And it's a matchup that I wrote about today that's going to go up on the site. It's on the site. Yeah. That so, so now you've got a situation where you've got a rookie who really is not probably the most comfortable playing as a slot, is playing their best, their best player in the slot. you got three rookies starting. Yeah, in the secondary. In a must-win game. I mean, good. That's, I think that's great, honestly. Do you think that's going to be the story of the day? How I mean, one way or the other, yeah, because they'll either yeah. be up to it or they won't be. It'll be a story one Could way they or lose the other. This game, they're not going to lose this game with the Giants running the ball. They're going to oh. lose this game if the Giants throw the ball. Yeah. Okay. Which, so, either you're starting three rookies against the Giants, probably the worst passing attack you'll play all year. Yeah. And if so, a quarterback that's had those 400-yard days. If they do a great job, it'll be a story. And if they do a bad job, it'll be a story. So. I love how this rookie class, you know, you think is working its way down. I mean, the fourth-round pick made a great play last week. Yeah. The three defensive backs are start are going to play and start. So I'm not like you know, can't who, who do we who's left? Who do we need to to make some plays over there? I assume Taco. you're being facetious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Taco. I, I was Brandon talking Carr. about that on Twitter. Right? Like, <laughs> yeah. All right. That would be nice. Maybe they're not on that 2016 level because nobody will be ever, but pretty solid showing from this draft class. And it's not bad. I'm not saying he's great, but like, I don't like Taco's fine, right? He's why, why do you say right? Because I know nobody believes me when I, I say that. Like, I like him. I, I really do. I really improving. I like him. And more than anything, I just think of how his body structure, the weight room for a year, coming back second year, I. I d- guarantee he will be fine. He will look the part. He's gonna. He's gonna. He just needs to be a little bit bigger, a little bit more confident in what he's doing. I think he's gonna be okay. Okay, let me revert back to draft talk again. Does he keep you from drafting a quality defensive end? Um, Considering the situation, that if you have to answer franchise- me the question about Demarcus and David, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. 
I mean, you, you, if they're both, give the guy seventeen million dollars. If they're both on this team, then I don't think you need to spend a high, high pick on a pass rusher. Yeah, drafting what a uh, what round in what round? How about give me a second round there, one Garcia? If he's a stud, there are I'm other positions him. that I'm taking him because the Look Giants. Look at the face she gave me. Second round, she's like, "Come on, Broadus. If he I, real. other positions, I mean, there are he other did. positions that would need him more than a defensive end. I not agree. Second round, I agree. But second, I saw... give me a second round. Give me a second round position. I'm gonna put you on the spot since you were kind of snarky with me on that. One. <laughs> well, safety. Ooh, there you go. Interesting. Yeah. That's what about a, that's Xavier Woods. Yeah. Okay, no, but she's we'll she. I think goes. I think she's more no, thinking about Byron Jones. I think yeah. that yeah. that's not. I don't. I don't disagree with her. Jeff Heath, for that matter. I, I don't disagree with you that either. That's a good call. Second round no. safety. Nothing wrong with that. I don't see pass rusher. If if Lawrence and Irving are on this team next year, I don't see it as as big of a need as safety or linebacker. Nick, Nick just told you Taco's going to bulk up. He's going to he be is? ready. No, He's going to be fine. But, but Taco has shown me. It's not as much as you would prefer from a first round pick, but I've seen enough there that I'm like, I, right. uh, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna choose to have optimism that year two will be better. All right, Amber, I'm sorry I'm doing this to you here. Who have you, who have you been more seen more of? If you're time, because this guy's essentially a rookie, Jalen Smith or Taco? Taco. Thank you, Taco. Well, Jalen's been on the field way more. I mean, yeah. Taco. But who, who, who are the basically rookie guys do you have a better feeling for going into 18? Yikes. I don't know. Well, that's I, not an – sorry, Nick. Well, I mean, that's a, that's a tough question. But, I mean, one guy's leading the team in tackles, but that's mainly because Sean Lee's been hurt. He's leading the team yeah. in tackles, but – But do you feel great? No, I don't feel great. plenty of tape out there of him where you're just like – Garcia, you feel great? <laughs> No, but again, you, you can't really come. I mean, two different situations. When you look at who else lines up next to him, sure, great guys. I mean, yeah. playmakers. No, I'm talking oh, about talk, defensive talk. end. Okay. Yeah, okay. On the uh, defensive line, right? These other guys that I mean, Demarcus Lawrence, David okay. Irving, falling yeah. out the season. Yeah. And then with Sean Lee being out, yeah. Jalen Smith gets more chances to be out there, so. Obviously, you get to see him more doing more things. Think, so you're saying Jalen, you felt more better about Jalen than you do Taco going into 18. I think I do too. Yeah, I think, think so. I think I feel better about Jalen than Taco. But you were just cheerleading for Taco just a second ago. <laughs> just because I feel good about Jalen doesn't mean I can't feel good about Taco. Too. Sure, you can. Hey, I all love tacos. I I, I do think that the we saw the, me. we saw the Giants win a Super Bowl by drafting just. Kept drafting defensive, defensive linemen, yeah. So I think in a pass rusher is the one position that even though you feel good about it, if he's the best on Add your another board, one. get another one because you yeah. can rotate, keep them coming. She's so right, she's right about safety too. Yeah, she is right about that. All right, I'm curious to know where you think wide receiver falls. I, I, <laughs> no, here I, we go. <laughs> I, no, I'm, I'm with you on wide receiver. If she would have said wide receiver, I would have said that because you're gonna have you're gonna be in a situation. Where okay, let me ask you this then. Another question about wide receivers because this might have been something because you took Noah Brown. But would you have rather paid Barry Church or paid Terrence Williams? Church. Oh, I much rather would have paid Barry Church. But to be fair, so then now you're saying, well, okay, go get him, Noah Brown. But Barry, I mean, to be fair, Barry Church got double the money. Like he literally double the money. Probably double the production. Pro probably. But I'm just, I mean, you got to take that stuff into account. I mean, it's yeah. easy to say. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's a thirty million dollar contract. That would make him. 
That would probably make him your fifth largest contract on this team. I, I would imagine, though, without Terrence Williams, they would have drafted one a little higher than – I mean, and, and Switzer, not really the yeah. receivers. I think they would have probably drafted one higher. Yeah. See, they, were, they were trying to take a running back in that fourth-round pick. Yeah, they wanted Donnell Pumphrey. Pumphrey from San Diego State. But I, I would imagine they wouldn't have gone maybe a corner in the third round. Yeah. I don't know, though. They're going to have they, they 12 cracks him. at it this spring. So, yeah. 12, 12 picks. Something like that. I, mean, I think, I think, like I think wide receivers. Whoops. Sorry about oh that, Jason. Oh, my God. Sorry about that, Jason. Uh -oh. Are you waiting? Oh. Speaking <laughs> of tight end being knocked down, knocked uh, down yeah. is that going to be one of the. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm with you on the wide receiver thing. All right. I, I am with you on First that. round? I don't think they're going to go first round wide receiver. Let's just do a draft show. <laughs> I know. We are. No, 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 no. I mean, and, and I don't want to talk by about By the way, check out the week before the combine. Not the, excuse me, the senior bowl. Probably January 20th, I think. Okay. That, there you go. Let's do it. All right, All right guys. Uh, I don't know when we're supposed to take a break, but I let's learned go this. ahead and 50? do it. I learned this at 50 and... 50 and 10. 50 and 10. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah, you're good to go. Take one. All right. Well, take an early let's just break. go ahead and take it early. All right. We'll be back after the break. And remember to send us your questions or comment at Cowboys Break on Twitter. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the Internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. What does it mean to be a Dallas Cowboys fan? It means you've got the passion and the heart to do your part supporting the boys no matter what. That's why when the game's on the line, you're on your feet, whether you're at home or in the stands. Actually, you're more than a fan. You are a member of Cowboys Nation, and so is AT&T, doing their part to keep you connected to America's team all season long. AT&T is a proud member of Cowboys Nation. Ice cold Dr. Pepper and the Dallas Cowboys go way back. They belong together, like Texas and football, silver and blue, shotgun formations and Hail Marys. Having a Cowboys football party without Dr. Pepper is like having Thanksgiving without the Cowboys. Basically, we wouldn't recommend it. So next time you have a tailgate, home gate, or whatever else kind of gate, grab some ice-cold Dr. Pepper for you and your friends to enjoy. It's a Dallas Cowboys tradition. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. To work this big land, you need equipment with values rooted as deep in Texas soil as you are. Like John Deere compact tractors with a six-year powertrain warranty and big features that help you work less so you have more time to do what you love. John Deere was first in the Texas fields, and we're proud to be on the field as the official ag and turf equipment of the Dallas Cowboys. Find Texas-sized deals at myjohndeerdealer.com slash football. Terms, conditions, exclusions, and warranty limitations apply. See dealer for details. Back to the break. Okay, guys, we are back on the second segment of the break. Dave is going to give us a scouting report on the Giants. Awesome. Yeah. Defense. This is this is good with the scout in the room, but you guys remember how we talked yesterday about um injuries. Well, it ain't just the offense, man. Like you wrote it in your thing this morning. Like they don't have anybody left. They don't. They, this team. Uh so Janoris Jenkins went on IR uh this with this past week. So right. but I think I just heard Des cheering. Yeah. Yeah. He, he should. He, yeah, he yeah. Wait, it's not up here. He got got demoted over there. Yeah. 
Keenan Robinson, who's your best, probably their best, like cover linebacker, out. Yeah, done. Um, who else was on here that just stood out to me? Rahan. Hey, Jeremiah McKinnon. Remember him? Mm-hmm. Um, Running back from the Vikings. No, that's uh, oh our guy, Jeremiah. Jeremiah. Yeah, he thirty-seven used to, used to be our guy. Yeah, or is he playing for them? Uh, he was until he wound up on IR. IR, yeah. <laughs> um, and then not when you're not talking about IR. So, all right, JPP, you know him. He did not participate yesterday with a finger injury. Spare me the jokes. I don't want to hear it. It's not nice. Uh, what happened? There you go. Thank you. <laughs> Snacks Harrison limited with an elbow injury. Yeah. Jonathan Casillas, one of their longest tenured linebackers, did not participate with a neck and a wrist injury. Eli Apple, Eight. Eli Apple, first round pick yeah. out of Ohio State, did not participate with hip and back injuries. Uh, so even the guys that are left, we don't know how many of them are going to play. Um, so that's the big thing I'm looking at. You're looking at, I think Brandon Dixon. You're absolutely right. Stepped in. Uh, well, he stepped in for Janoris. He did. Then you lose Eli Apple and Ross Cockrell. You are on hmm. fire right now. Former Pittsburgh Steeler, uh, is the guy that you're looking at. So, Dominique Rogers, Cromartie's still there as your primary nickelback, yes, sir. And Landon Collins is still there as your Pro Bowl strong safety. Watch him. Other, <laughs> other than that, I, I mean, love the commentaries I, here. <laughs> no, I I appreciate the votes of confidence for for real. Um, but I mean, they're they're down, especially on the back end. Like, yes, sir. Not having Janoris Jenkins, this I was like a student driver driving in, like that. I turn my blinker on. I, I like, t- you're doing right. <laughs> I got my foot hovering over the brake right now. <laughs> I I did I mean not having a guy like Janoris Jenkins who routinely holds Des Bryant to one and two catches for eight and ten yards maybe the best thing he said all morning I think it changes everything about it this absolutely matchup. does when you have a guy that can take a Des Bryant out on of a game all on his own and you don't have him absolutely and you're leaning on Ross Cockrell and and okay. who who's the where where's my other guy oh Brandon, Brandon Dixon. Dixon yeah who are you so why why if that's the case why would Washington not do that then. I'm sorry, I just got distracted there. The Browns just fired their executive vice president of football operations. Rappaport is also reporting that they're considering your boy John Dorsey. Yeah, there we go. I'm glad John's getting consideration. They're him, Scott McLuhan, all those guys are good guys. Yeah, you're Nick, your question, I'm sorry. No, I was just thinking, you know, like, we've seen Jenkins win that battle a lot. A ton. And he's... He's better. He's better than Des when it comes one on one. He's a one or he's one of the few guys that can really shut him down. And I think Norman, Norm, we've seen Norman have success too. Now Des has been a little bit more, spent more fifty fifty there. But why wouldn't they try that? Because because then he's just killed Breland. Well, he didn't kill him, but I mean, yeah, he had his arguably yeah. best day of the year. Right. He's about traveling with a guy. Yeah. Well, what happens, and and I think Marinelli's explained this because a lot of, and this is what defensive coordinators go through is when you travel a guy, it affects what everybody else does in the coverage. So you're not only moving that responsibility with one guy, but everybody else has to account for the movement of the play. The other guy has to travel yeah. too. So all of a sudden, if, if a guy starts on the left side of the formation, ends up on the right, that changes completely what they do in coverage. And so a lot of coaches don't want to do that pre-snap. They don't want to now. You could get away with it. Some special packages. We've seen guys spy linebackers and things like that. That doesn't affect the back end. But when you travel with somebody, it affects what everybody else is. And and coaches are worried about what we saw under the Rob Ryan administration. Remember how much traveling they played? All of a sudden, guys are running free in the secondary. That that's something they really, really, really want to avoid. 
Gotcha. So looking at the Cowboys' offense and their defense that the Giants have right now, what would be the area that could give them the most trouble? Well, I, I mean, I did just say, you know, JPP didn't practice yesterday. I, we'll, we'll keep an eye on him. Kerry Wynn or Avery Moss? Moss. Yeah, rookie out of Youngstown State. Right. That, that's a fun thing. I mean, this is just you and me draft stuff, but, like, mm-hmm. a lot of young dudes. I mean, Avery this Moss. This time of year, get ready for them all. Avery Moss, pro- probably your left end if JPP can't go. Dalvin Tomlinson has yeah. taken over He's their He's done a nice job there. Technique sure job. has, yeah. So, to, to your question, Amber, the defensive line. Even if JPP's not there, Olivier Vernon has given Tyron Smith fits throughout his career. Yes, uh, Lyle Collins is injured, so whoever he goes against, I feel like you're going to want to watch that. I, awesome job. Awesome, awesome job against the Redskins. But yeah. you're still talking about him playing with a bad back right now. And then I know I feel like he hasn't had as good of a year as he's used to, but Damon Harrison I still think is – Yeah, he's still – when you watch him play, he still commands blocks. The Raiders – what the Raiders were able to do to run the football was on the edge, really. That's what you have to do, kind of get everybody trapped inside – and you know that what they do it with they were they were taking the ball at Olivier Vernon, and so what they did was they when they get him usually he's a hard guy to hook on the edge, so they just mashed at him and they get him to widen and then they trapped everybody inside and they were able to pop some runs. I have a feeling the Cowboys are going to try the same thing because that allows you to pull your linemen, and that's uh, what the Cowboys have shown the ability to do. You would know this way more than me, but I feel like Frederick when it comes to somebody normal size technique. He he'll win every time. Win every single time. But when it's guy that's massive, it's hard for him to move. It's harder for him. I it mean. is hard for him because what happens is he plays so much with leverage, and he's a he's a get in and turn guy. And if the guy doesn't allow him to turn his body, then he's kind of stuck, and he's stuck flat. And when I mean flat, you, you know you want to be able to create some type of movement. And he can't get movement on him. That's why they. That's why the Giants last year had some really good yeah. success. I know that Mickey argued with me about so Elliott had a hundred yard game in the second game at, at the at the Meadowlands, but they didn't run the ball with uh, really any was, of effectiveness. That was a tough one though. Yeah, Dak threw for about eighty yards. Yeah, so yeah. one hundred seven. I think. Was it? Yeah. Actually, no. You might be right. It might have been less than hundred. So yeah, but David, your your report's really good on the the state of the Giant defense, and a lot of it has to do with the fact that their secondary is really really banged up. Linebackers are banged up. They still have the front that you have to deal with. You it, have but to the, block those guys. The front is still really good, but. It has not translated. No, like, it hasn't. They have 21 sacks on the year. Yeah, that's been a problem for them. And they but are, if you remember last year, though, they were one sack short of the Cowboys. The yeah, Cowboys were ahead of them in sacks last year. So, you know, for all the money that they spent, they had a good game plan. Spagnola had a good game plan for the Cowboys twice. You know, but he doesn't have – they don't have the horses to run the race in the offense. They do have the horses, at least in the front four, to, 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 to affect the Cowboys if the Cowboys don't get any traction. But there. they're also I mean, and I agree with you, but they're last in the league against the run. Too. Yeah. Like they But you played the Chargers who were last in the league in run too, and that really didn't work out very well. It's <laughs> a really good point, Brian. Thank you. <laughs> uh I mean, yeah, that's kind of I mean, injuries aside, there's still a lot of talent here. It has They know your team. They know they yeah, know yeah. your team. And you know them. You know what you're dealing with with that front. You better be able you have to create doubt again for them. That's what you have to do. I just worry, and like going, I worry about the Cowboys' ability to be balanced. Because without Mr. 21 here, right. 
you can't just charge into the line and hope for the best. At least I don't think that's a good idea. But even with even with all these injuries, like I said, I mean, it's going to be cold. It's going to be windy as hell. Dak's hand is twice as big as it's supposed to be. Not feeling too confident about what Alfred could do this week? I don't like Alfred's chances if the Giants just don't respect the pass even slightly. Well, the thing that Dave is really worried about is Landon Collins playing down. In the, in the box there, Ambar. And if he if he's consistently – he's a guy you can't account for as being that extra guy down. And so now, can where you, where you thought that Ezekiel Elliott could maybe make a move, miss, and then, or run over him and all that, I don't know if – I don't know if, if Alfred Morris – Alfred can make a move, but I don't know how many of those – how many times are you going to be banging into 21, you know, banging, just keep banging. And if it's, if it's four and five yards a shot, good. But if it turns into him just keep coming down and they don't account for him, it's three-yard gains all day, and then it turns into a lot of sec- a third and sixes, that's where you're going to have problems. But the secondary we talked about is a mess. If I was going to say, you know what I'd like to see is if, if Ross Cockrell and Brandon Dixon are your boundary corners in this game, yeah. I'd like to – how about some bubble screens? Like the ones that they were throwing to Dez against sure. that, that, that were not working. Right. Get – Get those going. Get things going when you get the ball out of your hand quick. You're absolutely right. But this is where you worry about, too, the fact that they – this is where all those guys, Jenkins and those guys all play, and Apple play into this plan for the Giants. When it gets third and six, they can deny you the football. You know, they, they deny the Cowboys the routes. That's the problem the Giants have now is they can't deny you. I mean, how many times it's like run for two – Run for one. Now it's third and seven. All of a sudden, you're sitting there having to, okay, now make a tight window throw uh, to Des Bryant on a slant with Janoris Jenkins hanging on him. This is going to be one of those games, I think, when you have a lot of new players in the secondary where you could get some reverse, some sweeps, some yeah. things wide because you, they're not used to seeing certain things like that. If, if they're if they're f- really familiar with the Cowboys, what they do, they'll sniff all that out. But this could be one of those where you could get some jet sweep reverses and yeah. fake – Jets you're absolutely right kind of yeah stuff. you're absolutely right anything you can do to manufacture passing yards without having to throw the ball 10 15 yards downfield I'm all about it yeah I'm in I don't know about you guys but to me this is one of those games that you can't really have a complete evaluation of the whole how it's gonna turn out how it may turn out it's just one of those games that we just have to wait and let's go how play actually just go yeah. play yeah that's i could yeah because, i could see a yeah, no, either way yeah you're absolutely yeah. right i could they, see the giants playing emotional and win and having a lot of great plays their way i could see the bottom just falling out for them this this is yeah you're right it, you guys could be in that press box and and it, it could be like okay good start for the cowboys they weathered the storm now go take that game you know it, or it could be Giants are hanging around. Giants realizing we've only got four games left. Wait a minute, we got a new head coach next year. We got a new general manager. You start playing for your job. You start playing for that. Someone's going to watch this tape and they're going to evaluate me. They're going to say he quit or he played out of his mind the last four weeks. And that's where I think the Giants are right now. By firing the GM now, by firing the coach, you're, you've put the players on alert. This sure. is, you know. Are they good enough to beat the Cowboys? Probably not. Not with the current state. But that's the the strange lady of the that's, NFL. That's a strange lady, Brian. That is a strange lady. <laughs> I just this is one of those, and I mean they they all do what they got to do to get up. But like it's it's one of those like 
Well, they're playing for the playoffs. They need. No, but, they, but they, it, it's a playoff game. For I them. guess my point. It's 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 a no win situation in the sense that like if you win the game, you were supposed to win the game. If you play poorly, you're gonna get killed for it. Like a win counts as a win, counts as a win. Well, he's this guy's playing for his job too. But it, it just it just feels like you know you, it's one of, it's a it's one of those mental games where you just got to get past. It's a bad team with a new coach and a bad record, and they're mathematically out of the playoffs and all that type of stuff. And you just got to get over it. And nobody's going to pat you on the back if you win this game, even probably even in impressive fashion. Well, you know what, though? Dak said it yesterday, and, and I I agree with them. This is the playoffs for yeah, the Cowboys. Yeah, it is. It is. You they're, know, they're they cannot lose any more games. They can't. That mean, To me, last week was really a playoff yeah. game. I mean, you now oh, yeah. you put Washington behind you. Now you got to win against the Giants. Okay, put them behind you. Every game. And you're, No, yeah. you're right. And then next week it'll be, okay, we don't see the Raiders all that often, but, boy, you better go win that game. You got to put yourself in a position to at least have a chance when Elliott comes back. Yeah, that's a, what you got to do. I you, keep saying got it, to do it's that. Two game season. Yeah, it is a two game season. Which back to back road trips. Yeah. So here's a question: Were you going to say something? Nope. Nick? Oh. No. <laughs> this is a t- touchy subject, but and I know Brian, you're not very into that subject, but let's just go ahead and talk about but it. Tommy, doing anyway. Talking about Tommy John here? No. Oh. <laughs> Let's just get into it just because, I mean, this is something that fans keep talking about in case the Cowboys lose this game. Yeah. And let's say we once again didn't see them being competitive. Sure. Are we still talking about coaching or staff changes? Or if they do compete, even if they lose, is that still a subject that keeps going on? I'll start with this. Those three games that you're talking about, the Eagles are going to be playing for the chance to go to the Super Bowl. The Chargers might be one of the hottest teams in the league. And the Falcons, the, West, the Falcons yeah. won, you know, went to the Super Bowl last year. They got, they're kind of turning the corner as well, too. Bad losses for sure. But lose to the Giants, especially and not be competitive, yeah. Yeah, you're going to hear a lot of that talk. What if you were competitive? It and was lose, a close game, lose. but they still lose. Still pretty bad. Still <laughs> lost to a 2-10 yeah. team. That's, yeah. that's a, losing to the Giants would be equivalent to losing pretty bad to the Eagles, I think. Because yeah. it's, it's still bad. The Giants suffered a loss at San, the Jan, San Francisco's first win was against the Giants. And that was bad. I mean, in the New York papers just lit it up. And I, I, think, I still think this staff is under, under that pressure. I don't think they're out of the woods. I think they need to find a way. And I have a feeling they're going to have to win the – well, they're going to have to win all the games. But the Eagles game might – Philadelphia might be still playing for something. Yeah. The I way know. that Minnesota and the Saints are playing right now. You can't see where you, Philly you, wouldn't be yeah. playing. Yeah, you can't, you can't sit there and say, oh, well, that's just check that box. But, yeah, I, I think that you've had some bad losses this year. Now and, let's, let's switch the scenario a little bit. Let's say they win out all these upcoming games. And still don't get in the playoffs? He, they can't. They're not going to fire him with ten win season. Can't. They will. How? They will not do. How? That. They won't. They. I. Well, let's just. Let's just be a little bit more realistic. Like nine and. You'll seven. just forget all those things that happen in. Oh, I see. Early I see where you're yeah. going. I see where you're going Abs- here. And yes. you're not. And you're not. Yes. Yes. yes, you will. Well, yes. she's not wrong. No. I don't think she's wrong. I. I, I think let's she see has what a happens. point. But if you get to ten wins. Oh, she said nine. Well, I, I said I, I, I kind of oh, ten, ten, ten. ten. You don't, you don't sure. get to into the playoffs. If you have a winning record and you don't get the play into the playoffs, I think you stop and take stock of everything that happened to you this year, and you're disappointed. But I would be surprised. Why did I feel like he got a mulligan in 2015? He did. He did. Yeah, he did. Is he going to get another mulligan because Zeke missed six games? If you get probably, it, yeah, probably, probably. especially. If he still manages to finish with a winning record with his best player having sat out for six weeks, yes, I think that's – yeah, I think that's what will happen. And I can't say that 
it won't be deserved, honestly. I mean, getting to a winning record, not having Zeke for six weeks, on top of all the other stuff that's swirled around this team this year, I, I don't think you need. What were your bad losses? Changes. What were the bad losses in the season? The three in a row, really. I mean, you didn't think the, the but, L.A. Charger loss was bad? Yeah, uh, that, no, that those, was those three, those in, three a row in a row. Really, the yeah. bad. But ones. to your point. The Giants can jump over all of those bad oh losses. Oh, so, well, this so that's game. what I was going to say is if you get to I, – I think you need to – These are the kinds of games that hammer those points home, though. I yes. think you need to at least – Ohio State's loss to Iowa yeah. was in there. It was in everyone's mind. You got you to gotta get to eight at least to kind of like quell the conversation. I agree. Smooth things down if uh, if you he's get, been there before he if, can get to eight. Oh, he knows how to get to eight he's a master doing this <laughs> if you get to I mean, eight, jeff fisher the same guy but if you get to eight so if you go two and two but the giants are one of the two yeah then that's that's gonna be a problem like you can't lose this game it's honestly it's remarkable how bad the conversation was around this team heading into the redskins game it's remarkable how much it's quieted down oh yeah like just oh that. sure well I mean they're still six. watch our our post game show they're still six and six and they still need a miracle to make the playoffs but you st- like I, it hasn't felt as negative from the fans or the media beating the Redskins by twenty four or whatever that that helps yeah but everybody picked the Redskins to win yeah no not I mean, you well, me yeah, no I know too. but that's what I'm saying Over. I was watching I was watching those guys Over. I was watching Tony Over. Dungy and all those guys <laughs> pregame show Tony Dungy's like oh Washington better quarterback Washington better quarterback. What I said. Washington quarterback, you know, and that's and that the, the conversation comes back with a vengeance if they they don't even have to lose this game if they win it ugly like I, if they win it fourteen to ten oh just win you know you said about better quarterback I saw something on social media it was like ranked all thirty two quarterbacks y'all see that no Dak twenty one Dak was sixteen okay. and I was like sixteen and I watched the fifteen in front of him and I'm like yeah he's better. Yeah, he's better than Dak. He's better. He's better. And then you start getting higher. Like oh, obviously these yeah. guys. I'm like, wow, that's where it is. 16. You can maybe argue Cousins, but I don't think so. I think Cousins. But this is time last year, would you had him in the top five? Yeah, I think seven, eight, maybe. Yeah, but, but six, that's the way seasons go. It's well, it's and it's hard with a guy like Dak who's playing. You know, this is his thirtieth game. I think it's you know it's you hard. Think he's to, played bad guys. He has played. Three of his five I, worst performances of his career have come this season. I, I don't know about this year, but, but I think I, he's played his well. performance this year. Lets me kind of put a bow on last year. Now I know what was happening last year. The runner, yeah, and and, and I thought it was kind of fifty fifty, but it's not. Play bad. Well, I said this before. I just think he's having his rookie year. This is his really rookie year in the passing game. Okay. He didn't really get a chance to do that much. Heard that. I have not we haven't heard that, heard that before. I, I did heard say that. that. I like it. Yeah. No, I, I, haven't, I haven't been on the show. I like what I'm hearing. Oh, well, that's, that's what I think. I just think like last year, the times that he did get to pass the ball, Yeah. it, it was just very like short passes. Right there mostly, for him. You yeah. know, yeah. making sure he didn't make any mistakes, didn't throw interceptions. Now he's taking more risks. Sure. A little bit. So now it's when we are seeing those mistakes. Take a bow. Happening. That's a good point. So I, I, I will say this before we go to break. You know, we talked about coaching changes. I, I wouldn't be surprised. And this happens a lot in college when a coach is kind of having a tough year. The first thing to go is the coordinators or the assistants. Sure. Kind of make, all right, I'm, you're going to have to change some guys on the staff. And then we do that. And then if that doesn't work, then the next year it's you. I could see something like that happening this year. 
If they don't make the playoffs, I would imagine that the coaching staff will change somehow. Yeah. There's some coaches that might leave on their own. Right. Sure. For yeah. jobs one, that are open. One way or the other. Yeah. I don't, whatever. Maybe yeah. somebody's fired or maybe they're not. I don't know. Or they get a job somewhere else. Because what? I mean, this, for the most part, I mean, may, okay, maybe your number three tight ends coach has left, but like this staff hasn't seen a major change in three years. Yeah, that, that's unusual. Honey? That was four years ago. Was that four years ago? I mean, that was 2013. And it wasn't a major change anyways because Marinelli was, was kind already of... here. Yeah, I mean, you haven't had a new coordinator or major position coach change in four years. I think I it would be time. I Honestly. If they don't make and, the playoffs. And I really like everything Marinelli does. But I just think. Careful, they watch this show. I know, I know. <laughs> and, and I love what he does. I just think I, there needs to be some kind of changes that if, if your weak side linebacker goes down and the whole, like the sack of groceries just, you know, just bottoms out because of your weak side linebacker goes out, something needs to, to be changed there. You're right. They need to draft another badass linebacker. Can I ask a question, too, when we get back from break? Yeah, when yeah, we get sure. back. So we're going to take our final break. If you care to talk to us or say something on the <laughs> show, you can call us at 214-872-2102. 214-872-2102. We'll be back on the break. Cowboys fans know that the second best of anything simply won't cut it, and your skincare should be no different. A longtime locker room favorite of the players and the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Dallas based Jack Black, is the number one best selling men's skincare brand in the country because we make products that help guys look, smell, and feel better. Visit getjackblack.comslash cowboys to get $10 off your first order of $50 or more. Jack Black, look good, smell good, feel good. Official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel, Will McClay, and, of course, with yours truly, me, Brian Broadus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. I hear all this talk about what it takes to be a cowboy. Everyone's got their ideas, but I just say to myself, it's what's up top that matters. Sure, you need men with the muscle and heart to get her done, but if your scouts and coaches are listening out there, a word of advice. Pick the man with the most well-worn Stetson. That's the one most cut out to be a cowboy. Stetson hats are handmade right here in Texas and have been on cowboys' heads for over 150 years. The rest of you can visit stetson.com cowboy to find a retailer near you. What does it mean to be a Dallas Cowboys fan? It means you've got the passion and the heart to do your part supporting the boys no matter what. That's why when the game's on the line, you're on your feet, whether you're at home or in the stands. Actually, you're more than a fan. You are a member of Cowboys Nation, and so is AT&T, doing their part to keep you connected to America's team all season long. AT&T is a proud member of Cowboys Nation. Back to the break. All right, guys, this is the third segment of the break. We are back. Can one of you guys tell me about Tommy John's and how they nestle oh, your boys? Wow. <laughs> Amber. Remember, we talked about this. Just let us handle that part. Amber. You know what, though? I'll, I'll, I'll talk. That's what it says. I'm going to talk about right. Tommy John's a little bit. I'm going to go with another sponsor first. Uh, Dunkin' Donuts. Dunkin' Donuts made its name, obviously, with Donuts, but what's the best part about donuts now? What's the best part about Dunkin' Donuts? 
I know. I, I, I know like their this bagels. Is going somewhere. Yeah, it's the coffee, honestly. Oh, the coffee. The coffee. Don't drink coffee. I've never I, had a cup of coffee. I, I know I don't drink it, but I'm oh. just. I would drink Dunkin' the Donuts. Coffee, coffee is now their biggest seller, more than oh, donuts. They're called it. Dunkin' Donuts. So my point is, sometimes you get in the door with something else, Tommy John, but you find out there's more that more to offer there. The shirts. The socks. So when you go to TommyJohn.com, it's going to be more yeah. than just the underwear. It's yeah. going to be the socks. Oh. Really, really good shirts. I think I'm wearing one right now. Yeah, the, the really comfortable. The socks are good, too. Yeah. So go there. Party. There might be some cool stuff we don't even know about. TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys. You get 20% off your first order. TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys. You can wear it during cow. the Boys. cold weather. Cuddle yeah. with your woman. Make yeah. her happy. Yeah. With some soft Once again. Clothing. Once cuddle again, you with can, your woman. Yeah. Cuddle. All right, well, Brian, you have something interesting yeah. to ask your End zone. I want to ask everybody a question here. Can, in 2018, can you go into the season being a, a team offensively relying just so much on a running game? They need to break from that. Well, I think. I'm, I mean, you look and see what's solely. They rely, they rely, the offense appears to rely solely on a running game with Ezekiel Elliott and that, and it, cause it affects the oh, your offense and yeah. your defense. Absolutely not. Can I, you go, you can can't. you go in What's the problem? For because this? you guys were talking about changes. I get, I get what you're trying to say, but to, I mean, that's, that's how you built the team. But, but there's a difference with saying this is the better thing we do. And then what he's saying is, is relying solely on. Yeah. Can and, you rely just on no. it going into okay. 2018? Can you go in? No, you can't. All right. Let, I, I get what you're trying to say, and I agree with you to a point. But, like, if you, what are you trying to change? What's, what do you need to change that's going to bring about? I'm trying to change where you don't have to so, – your offense is just not goes in the tank. But for not, for how, how so? Do you think they need a new quarterback? No, I was just saying. Do, do you what, think they need better wide receivers? Like we talked about that as a possibility in the draft. Okay, yes. all right. Can we, can we do the elephant in the room? What needs to happen at tight end? Are, they, they, are I, they, you I, think I, they're they, okay there? They will. They'll continue to play with Jason Witten. I don't think anybody. Has, I think that's not. That's not the question I asked. <laughs> Would you rather? I'm not taking him off the field. Yeah, if that's what you're asking. I'm but, not. Well, and I'm just wondering about that too. And I, I think that. I, think that I don't think do. that's the position that's killing him. I think you asked about the wide receivers. That's killing him. You know, if you want to say, what's going on with Des Bryant? What's going on with Terrence Williams? What's going on with Cole Beasley? Those guys would help Witten. Those guys, more speed, using more of the field vertically would help Is Witten. Is capable of throwing it down the field? Dakota? Yes. Yeah, I think so. It, and, and I haven't don't, seen it on a regular basis. I don't haven't. know if it's because of him or because of the, I mean. Okay, then why is this team so reliant on the run? Because at the end of the day, because he's still a very young quarterback who doesn't feel entirely comfortable playing that way. But and and that was I was going to bring that up earlier, which is yes, you're absolutely right. I thought it was a much more fifty fifty split. I th- like I thought it was equally parts Dak and Zeke. And what we've seen with the last month is that that's not true. I don't think that's a, that, that it's it's okay to admit that. It doesn't yeah. mean Dak is a bad player. It means he's twenty four. And he's still learning hey, how to play football. I, I did not like what the Seattle quarterback four five years ago. I really didn't. I, I, I didn't. He didn't have to carry the team. He has become a completely different player than he, he has was. developed into an MVP candidate because now he's he had to carry the team. the team. Right. And and Dak is a similar type of guy. And if and if and if he's committed like Russell Wilson seemed to be committed to like trying to get better and craft his game and play his and own don't style, you, he could do that. Do you not? I would say that I think he has that. Makeup, like I think that's yes. what he's about. 
I think he, so, yeah, I think he, cares. I'm not, I'm not worried about him having the work ethic or the desire to be better. It's mainly more the experience. And yeah, if, if you take Marshawn Lynch off those 2012 and 2013 Seattle teams, does, do they look as good? I doubt it. Yeah. But, but uh, we'll say this though. You, you can't deny after rookie seasons and really second seasons, how Robert Griffin was going to take over the league. Sure. Colin Kaepernick, take over the league. Andrew Luck, even. To, to And now he's had... That's more injury right? ability, but, but... But, you know, that's where it starts. It's where yeah. it started with Griffin. It's where it starts with injury. So all I'm saying is is that you, you know that going in. Is he going to go Russell Wilson? Is he going to go that route? Is he going to go this route? But wouldn't you... And uh, wouldn't you agree that when the running game has been there... Oh, they're they're no, not they're most, no, they're an incredible team with the right. But not only that, but but you're at so much you the have, mercy now. But you have seen like Dak can play that way when he has that. I mean, he he hit those long passes last year. We I didn't make that up, you know. Yeah, uh, well, I'm just asking Minnesota, Pittsburgh, Green Bay in the playoffs. Like it's not like the guy. Can't what, okay, throw what's down been field. the okay? What's been the problem with the offense without the running, without the threat of Ezekiel Elliott? I think it's this lack of speed of wide receiver. You've heard me say it two billion times. I don't Accuracy? think they, I don't think I don't. But I, I don't, don't think, think they have any playmakers. They have nobody that can just say, "Give me the ball, miss a tackle or two, I'm gonna go 50 yards." Nobody scares anyone on this team it's, unless it's Zeke. It's probably a combination of receivers who don't scare a defense enough that they're gonna make a play even if they're well covered. Combined with a quarterback that it, it, isn't make it doesn't always make he's, tight window he's throws. Not gonna regularly make elite caliber throws yeah. right now, and, and he's not even gonna attempt them. More and honestly, which, that's which knocks your in, interception rate down. But therefore, but well, but she made a great point about saying that he's taking more chances, and she's absolutely right. He's taking chances, but is he successful doing it? More often than not, no. Especially not without Zeke. See, that's what I'm saying. But can you feel like, though, going into next season, you could still be the primarily running team? But I you think your, your best bet of winning a Super Bowl with the way this thing is constructed is to lean heavily on the running game and have him be able to make plays, but ma- mainly manage the offense smartly and efficiently. And I think you can do that. Whether that means, first of all, and and Zeke will be back, and I think he'll be fine. But like I'm investing again in the running back position. You would prefer not to because you spent a fourth overall pick on him, but that's what makes this thing go. So if you whether you want backup for Zeke or backup for Sean Lee, I mean preferably both. I'm just asking one or the other. <laughs> you can't have it all, Dave. You gotta pick Taco. One. Jeez. Sean, Sean Lee. I, Probably I Sean Lee. I mean, the offense can at least get the job done. You don't done worry about Zeke degree. getting hurt, but you worry about the off-field. Where exactly. Sean Lee, you don't worry about off-the-field. But, but I don't know if a fifth or sixth-round linebacker could come oh, in. Oh, no, that's what I'm saying. But I think a fifth or sixth-round running back could you – know, we've seen that success story a little bit more. Third round at New Orleans. Let's throw this out I there. I like – yeah. Well, no, and – you go find yourself an Alvin Kamara who not only well, we did we who, talked about him a bunch. I'm talking about the Cowboys, oh. not you and me. Okay, <laughs> go find yourself a guy who can not only spell Zeke but compliment. Well, who's him. this year's Alvin Kamara? He's out there. I don't yeah. know what his name. Ronald Jones. This is a deep, too. deep running back class. Yes, might be that kid at Stanford. Yeah, Bryce Love. Maybe the kid sure. at USC too. Yeah, Ronald Jones. Jones. Bring him on. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, there you go. Well, here's another question. Ideally, you do want to have an offense that's well balanced on the, both the running game and the passing game. Right. Looking at all the other teams in the NFL, how many teams are actually actually have that? Mm. 
That's a fair point. I, yeah. And on I mean, that's the there's But this team, guys, is just they're 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 paralyzed by their inability. I mean but aren't, not that Alfred Morris hasn't been bad, but they're oh. but they're paralyzed. And something's causing them to be paralyzed, whether it's the quarterback play or the consistency of the quarterback play, the receivers, mm. offensive line. That's something that Mickey always likes to talk about. I mean, nobody wants to hammer on the offensive line, but has that been has that been why you haven't had consistency, Dak Prescott throwing the football? Because he doesn't have time to sit there and find somebody down the field. Well, I mean, against Atlanta, sure, but I don't put I don't Okay, put, kick that game out. But I don't yeah, I don't put the struggles against Philly or or the Chargers on on the offensive line. At least not not wholeheartedly. No. I think for better for better or for worse, yeah, I mean, it's it's so much water under the bridge at this point, but that I mean he is not on that Tony Romo level where he's going like where he's like that maestro. And I was I was going to say the same thing. Despite he doesn't winning, bring the level of the receivers up, and vice versa. I don't think that they bring his level up. That's either. true. First of all, I mean nobody thought it's affected the play caller too. I think I don't think anybody thought when that whole thing went down that he was on that level. It, it, I wrote about this last week in my column. It, it was more of a. It's a decision you make thinking four or five years down the line more so than, like, what is he right now? That's a great point that she said about the rookie year. Because think about, like, if, if this is the deck we were seeing last year. We'd understand it a lot more. We would. We would understand it. And, yeah. and he would – there would be some good – It would probably be six bad. and six. Yeah. But it's not it, – I get that, but, I mean, it – it's almost like y'all are trying to take that credit away from him. No, like no. He did I'm, that. No, no, he did. No, no he did. He, he You're right. did. I just think he needs help around Yeah. Him. And it and I guess my point is maybe every quarterback needs help. They do. For the, you know, the fifth time on this show, like it it's not an indictment on him that this is where he is as a second-year quarterback. It's just the expectations were raised so high by the way he played last year. Hmm. And if he needs if he needs an all pro running back to function at that level, I think that's understandable. Did, did they? Did they? All right, let me ask you this real quick. I'm sorry, Amber. Oh, you're good. If, if, if they did, knowing what was going to happen, did they get a false sense of security? You know, like in training camp, did they not prepare for what the loss of Zeke was going to be? I I think that is exactly right. It's see, did they misevaluate? They knew was, this was coming. I said I said all off season. I have a hard time kicking him for it because I said all off season. I was like, well, they, they every did. game he kept playing was like, oh geez, we got another week. Well, not only that, we got but, another week. But no, but I mean, they prepared for it. Like what? What more do you want well, besides two no. thousand yard backs in the backfield? No, over. they prepared for that. But get, get one of them that you like. Don't keep McFadden for. I mean, they obviously didn't like him. Yeah, there, that's what, what would have happened? I mean, what happened to change from starting the preseason game to never playing at all? Yeah. I, so they should have done this younger back to try to see if he could find, go to someone's practice squad, steal someone. Yeah. Somebody younger. And I mean, I like one veteran, but I don't, you don't need two. And they obviously didn't want to. We, we talk about protecting themselves, which, yeah, absolutely. But they, it, they didn't I mean they just totally discarded McFadden. Is it possible? Like we're talking about like we undersold Zeke's importance. Like, did, do you think they did, too? Like, maybe, that's what I'm asking. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. That's that arrogance of like, we do what we do. Not only that, but like next man up and all the, that stuff. But the, the next... age old thing you heard all last year, there's like anybody can run behind this line. Like, I mean, yeah, Zeke's better than most, but like anybody can. Do what it. do we misevaluate the most coming out of training camp? Uh, Taco. See, <laughs> it would be easy to say Dak, but 
I think when he had Zeke with him, he he was he playing was, great. He was playing, he was playing really, playing really like we were talking about back. You know, if you can remember back that far in early October, like his numbers were comparable with Carson Wentz, who's having an MVP year. Like right. he was, they were neck and neck for about seven weeks. They were. Uh, no, I, I, the numbers I, were. I'm not. I'm not yeah. answering well, that. Well, I'm just talking about coming out of Oxnard. No. We misevaluate the most. My, that noise I made was about the what I'm about to say. Okay, go ahead. I think they misevaluated the wide receiver. I, I don't. I don't think he has been to the level that they want and need him to be. I just don't. I mean, talking I, about Dez. Yeah. Dez, I, I just don't think that that uh, they get that kind of production out of him. That they they you want to believe that they can lean on him and they just haven't been able to. And and I think part of that is Dak too. I mean, I don't yeah. think it's just Dez. I think I think Dez. What I'm scared of is if Dez goes to another team like. He could go to another quarterback, and he could put up unbelievable numbers. I Here, really do. Here's what upsets me. Okay. I understand the yeah mis-evaluation, the whole thing. Yeah, for a few games. But you have a whole coaching staff. You have a whole staff. Like a, I don't even know what the total number is, but you have professionals, a whole group who sit in a room or not. I don't know how they do it, but where they get together, evaluate all of this, interchange opinions between one another watch everything that's going on and after several games have happened or even what you see in practice you should have a fair look and idea of what each person can and cannot do so that whole misevaluating yeah it works for a, a little bit but then you get to a point like okay somebody fix something yeah <laughs> yeah it, yeah yeah pretty much i think a lot of times and fans do it, and I think you know pe- decision makers do it too. You see what you want to see, and you're like, right, "Well, he'll he'll step up. He'll take the next step. He'll do this." And see, I've ad- I've admitted about some of the things on defense. You know, Malik Collins. You know, yeah. him. I admit about Byron Jones. You know, I admit about I admit hey, about Anthony Brown. Misevaluating coming out of training camp. Yeah, he was was he our camp MVP? Who Byron? Yeah. Oh yeah. That's what I'm saying. He had a great camp. See, that's what I'm saying, though. You, you know, you look at this situation, you're thinking, wow, these guys, they, they, if they step up their game. Do I we, think – sorry. No, I, I mean, I, I we – I don't know. Offensively, you know, I think you make a point about the wide receiver. I think the wide receiver position as a whole. As a whole. It's as not a whole. Just him. I mean, you, you can point the finger. I mean, because we all tend to point the finger to the guy that makes the most money because it's like, well, they're paying him. It's like fans love to do that with Tyron Crawford. Yeah. He's making the amount of money. He's got to make, you know. You know what I think? I think there's a – We misevaluated really what Demarcus Lawrence could do. There's a boatload – On the flip side. There's yeah. a mm-hmm. boatload of really talented players on this team, but I wonder how many of them right now are capable of creating and producing without next, like, big-time help. You know, like yeah. Dak, Dak needs Zeke. And and Des and the defense needs Zeke. Well, the, the defense needs Zeke. The defense needs Sean. Scott Linehan needs Zeke. Sean Lee might be the only guy I can think of who like he he makes all that much of the difference all on his own. Like well, we I, finally saw them handle the yeah, game without. That's yeah, Sean that's, Lee. True. that's true. That's true. So that's I just think of you know, I, Odell Beckham. I'm just I'm so confident he would be producing despite how bad this team is. You know, yeah. like I he'd still be having a great year even with no protection and and bad quarterback play I think he's that type of playmaker that he finds a way I don't you don't see you haven't seen that from these guys at really across the board and I think that's that's a problem is basically if it's if it's not all just clicking just so the way you designed it it hasn't looked good and 
You can blame the the decision making, the evaluating, whatever you want, but that's just. I wonder if they're going to next season, going the same path. I guess that's who they are. I think I think you can go that path though. You just got to win thirteen games going that path. You got to do a better job of of protecting yourself, whether that's at running back, whether that's adding receiver help, whatever. You just got to do it. You can't count on everything going right. Yep. Great discussion today. Thank you. Thank you guys so much for for listening. Uh, We'll be back tomorrow on Cowboys Break. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about you, Cowboys?